2: don't fight change embrace it let's start the show
1: we are now the defenders of the stronghold democracy and of equal opportunity you and i as citizens have the obligation to shape the debates of our time
2: I am Chris Hahn. This is the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. Thank you for liking, rating, reviewing, subscribing, telling your friends about the show. I hope you're enjoying it. I hope you're watching me on News Nation. I don't want to do my plugs too much because I'm going to drop in a rant I did about change uh, for my Daily Rant radio show. I know I've been doing that a lot. I've been dropping in daily rants. I hope you're enjoying them. Um... But I really like doing just like a daily whatever's on my mind rant. And I did one this week. I did one uh, Monday on uh, AM radio and just on change in general and how some people just fight change. So I don't want to revisit it because I'm going to just basically, if I start talking, I'll just do the whole rant again here. So I'm going to drop it in. You listen to it. And then I'll be back to close the show. I'm Chris Hahn, as he just said, and this is my daily rant. I'm at Christopher Hahn on Twitter, Christopher Hahn, NY on Instagram, and ChristopherHahn.com. Watch me on NewsNation almost all the time. Just check it out. If you don't know where NewsNation is, go to NewsNation.com and find the channel near you uh, or a way to stream it if you're uh, one of those people who've cut the cord. So I heard that they are getting rid of AM radio uh, over the weekend uh, in new cars, um, I don't think it's going to be the end of AM radio to begin with, uh, but it, it does start the demise of it, right? Um, look, I have been a radio personality now for about 10 years. I've always wanted to be a radio talk show host since I was a little kid. It's something that I've always uh, dreamed of, whether it be sports, radio. Or, uh, what I wound up into getting into, which is political talk radio. Um, I've always been fascinated by it, but I do understand the shortcomings of the AM band, right? Having worked in a lot of AM markets, uh, having had my show syndicated in AM markets, I, I've, you know, been part of one of the largest AM radio stations in, in the world, frankly, uh, for many years. And I get how it's, difficult to hear it. And it's the the sound quality is not nearly as good as FM and streaming and other services that now exist. So I see why it's time to move forward. Now look, I'm sure there are going to be people out there who are going to see some sort of conspiracy in this that, oh my God, they're taking away the AM band because these companies, these car companies are woke and they don't want to put AM in cars, so people can't listen to AM radio. Well, that's nonsense because the content that exists on AM radio is still going to exist. It's still going to be, you know, and and of course, let me just backtrack a little bit. The people saying that are, are now assuming that everything that is on AM radio is conservative talk, which, look, the bigger, more profitable AM channels are predominantly dominated by conservative talk which is why when i come on this show which is syndicated on some am channels i talk about what conservative talk show hosts are saying and in some cases this is now on fm dials a lot of am radio stations now have fm and fm has a much crisper cleaner sound to it than am does you all know this right the content is still going to be available whether it's available on fm channels whether it's available on podcasts, whether it's available streaming or somewhere else, you're still going to find content. You know, here's what I always say. You can't really hide a good product, right? If something's a good product, people are going to find a way to utilize it, whether it's in their car or they're going to take an extra step of downloading a podcast or subscribing to a a streaming service in their car. It's not something that's going to end forever, but it is, you know, as somebody who's always dreamed of it, right? And you know, grew up, you know, listening to sports talk radio, Mike and the mad dog was one of my favorite things to listen to, uh, Mike Francesa and Chris Russo. And, uh, you know, I was a sports nut growing up and that fanaticism actually was probably dominated in my collegiate years by politics, even though I played sports in college, I, I got really into politics, right, and political talk. And I realized, you know, when I was in college that there was no political talk, uh, at least national political talk, that shared my opinion, right? It was all this dark conservative rhetoric. They all, like, hated Bill Clinton at the time. Um, You know, and then they hated Obama, and they were praising Bush and everything he was doing. So I, I said, let me try it. Let me see what I could do. Let me use the skills I've learned in other areas of my life and try to get into radio. So when I read this story about the AM dial perhaps disappearing, fading out, if you will, I was sad by it, right? Because I always thought it was something that I would dominate sometime in my life, which, you know, I haven't. Uh, You know, I've done well, done better than most, but I haven't dominated by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, If anything, I'm like... Uh, you know, I'm like the, the bad guy on AM radio. I'm like, used to always say I was the Gaius Baltar on um, Fox News. And, and I'm probably similar to that on, on AM radio, right? I'm, I'm like that lovable villain. And if you don't know who Gaius Baltar is, he is a character from the Battlestar Galactica. And the modern version of Battlestar Galactica, which came out in the early 2000s, is one of the best television show, television shows ever produced. And I highly encourage you to watch it, and watch it, stream it, binge it. Um, but you know, be ready to be stressed out a little bit by it because it is a phenomenally intense show. But it is it is somewhat sad to see this go, and I'm just waiting to see the demagoguery around it in the next couple of days because I'm sure there's going to be some, uh, particularly from people who are making a living on the AM dial probably going to be worse from people who are on the AM dial, but aren't really making their living at
0: it because those are the people who are going to be the most upset. All right, stay where you are. I'll be right back. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas.
1: Stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.
2: I'm back. As they just said, I am Chris Hahn. This is my daily rant. I know I'm beaming out there on AM and FM radio, but follow me on Twitter at Christopher Hahn on Twitter, Christopher Hahn, more on Instagram, at ChristopherHahn.com. i got a podcast called The Aggressive Progressive with Chris Hahn. It's available wherever you get your podcasts. So check that out. Uh, and of course, watch me on News Nation wherever you have television. And it streams on just about every streaming service as well. So if you don't know what it is, Google News Nation. I think you're going to like it. So I was talking about how AM radios are not going to be uh, installed anymore on cars. And again, I, I don't mean it's the death of AM radio. I think AM, or AM radio has got many years before it's gone, gone. But it is a strong signal, right? Because I think most of you who are listening to me right now, particularly those listening to me on AM radio, um, are listening to me in your car, right? You're on your lunch break and you're going out to get a sandwich and here I am on your AM dial or on your FM dial, right? And if the car manufacturers aren't going to put this in the car, Uh, it's going to be over time as people replace their cars, it's going to be harder and harder and harder, uh, to get AM radio. So people who are on AM radio, like myself, are going to have to find new ways to reach their audience, which is why I have a podcast, which is why I have social media, which is why I'm on a lot of FM channels right now, which is why I'm on streaming services. You got to diversify. You know, I always think about change as a good thing. Right? The AM dial has been around for a long time. And again, it is not the crispest, cleanest way to hear music. But I think about like when the automobile was introduced and was starting to be mass produced by Henry Ford around the turn of the 19th century. right? And think about people who made buggy whips and what they must have felt. right? What if you were a multimillionaire who made your money selling buggy whips or horseshoes? Or anything around the horse and buggy trade, which was the predominant form of transportation uh, around town, anyway, back in those days. You know, they were trying to pass laws to ban cars or make it harder for cars. In fact, one law had it that if you were driving your car, and you saw a horse and carriage approaching, you had to pull over to the side of the road and cover your car as to not scare the horses because the people in that trade wanted to block the advancement. I, for one, you know, think that that's ridiculous. I don't believe we should stand in the way of progress. I think that things get better all the time. I mean, look, there was a time in my life when I was a child, a very young child, that, you know, we listened to music on albums and then it was cassettes and then it was CDs and then it was MP3s. Now it's streamed. I was talking about this the other day that I couldn't figure out how to buy a single song anymore, although I did figure it out, actually. Uh, it used to be able just to go on iTunes and just search for something and if you didn't have it, it would offer you a chance to buy it. It doesn't do that anymore. It tries to get you to stream it, but if you want to buy it, you can go to the iTunes store, which I did not know existed and it was on my phone all the time. So I bought the song I wanted. Um, but progress is a good thing, right? I, you About know, 10 years ago, if I wanted to hear a song, if I wanted to buy a piece of music maybe 15 years ago, I had to go out. I had to go buy it from somewhere. I had to send away for it. And it maybe took some time to get. Now, as long as I can figure out how to do it, I can do it instantly the minute I want it. That's progress. That's good. That's a good thing. And yeah, I get it. It shook up that industry dramatically. It has made it much harder to make a living selling albums, right? It's made it harder for artists. But of course, artists have innovated as a result of that. They're finding new ways, innovative ways to reach their audience and monetize their products. Now, it's not happening for everybody and it makes it harder. But like everything else, we move on, we adjust. That's why I'm trying to say, you know, because I'm on a lot of conservative stations And conservatives tend to fear change, right? I mean, that's the whole point of conservatism. You don't want change. You want to preserve what's already here. Progressives want to move forward. They want to find new ways to do things, new innovative ideas. Conservatism at its root fears change. And not all change is bad. In fact, most change, especially technological change, is good. doesn't mean we shouldn't be careful with how we deal with it, uh, i.e. AI, right? I think we're all worried about AI and how that's going to impact our lives, artificial intelligence. Uh, I- I'll tell you this. I tried chat GBT, uh, GPT the other day, and I didn't think it was that great. <laughs> I really didn't. Uh, it didn't know who I was. Uh, it-, it said I wrote a book, and the the book seemed pretty cool, but I didn't write it, and it didn't exist, it, it it knew that I was a television and radio personality, and then it said I was an author. I was like, oh, what did I write? Because <laughs> I haven't written a book. I've been trying to write a book for many years, but it's very hard. And uh, I, I I asked it what I wrote, and the title was pretty cool, but I did not write that book, nor did that book exist. So there are lots of flaws with Chat GPT and other AI, but it's coming, and it may already be here in a lot of ways, Right. You go onto your Netflix, it gives you suggestions that are things you might really like. And sometimes it's completely wrong, but sometimes it's right on the money, right? I have not missed a new stand-up special because it knows that's what I like to watch. So I get lots of stand-up in my feed on Netflix. You know, it recommends products for me to buy, and sometimes they're good. That's all AI. It's an algorithm. I don't know. I mean, it's coming. I don't think there's anything we can do to stop it from coming. We just got to be ready for it to come. And we got to make sure that there's a proper framework of proper legal system to deal with it in case it is abused, right? In case things are abused. Don't fear change. Change is inevitable. The only thing I could promise you is that change is coming. It always is. And we should be ready for it. And if it's good, we should embrace it. And we shouldn't argue against it just for the sake of conserving the way we are. I'm Chris Hahn, and that's The Daily Rant. All right, stay here. I'll be right back to close the show.
0: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico.
2: I hope you're enjoying those rants, and I'm sorry. I just been uh, I've been losing my voice. I'll be honest with you; it's been really uh, a trying couple of weeks. It's coming back. I, you could probably tell. It sounds a little bit better today than it did last week. But you could tell in that rant, I was kind of losing it a little bit there too. Uh, but it'll get better. It's getting better. It's definitely allergies. Um, there's nothing wrong with me other than that. I hope. I mean, I haven't. You know, my doctor said I seem fine. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, you know, that's life, I guess, (laughs) but I'm not too concerned about it. I don't feel sick at all. My throat doesn't hurt. I have just been losing my voice and it has been hard to do these shows. That's why I am repurposing some of the daily rant stuff and throwing it in here and and having some conversations. Now, I don't know if I did my country music rant on this show or on my daily rant, because I'm doing so much media I don't know what is what right now, but it touched a nerve. A lot of people, a lot of people got very angry. People are coming up to me on the streets telling me that they are angry about my country and Western rant. And I have told them, give me a topic and I will write a country Western song as Good As Anything, what's that guy, Big and Rich, wrote? I, I don't think people, look, and, and I've said this on the air, there is some excellent country music. I, I pointed to that song um, by the woman from American Idol, uh, where she's you know beating up the truck. I thought that was great. Um, Friends in Low Places was a great song. I remember singing that on spring break and loving it. I think it's great. Uh, you know, I think Shania Twain was fantastic. I think, the, I think the Chicks had some great songs. That song Goodbye Earl is on my playlist. I love it. It's <laughs> One of my favorite songs. But I think in general, the vast majority of it is bogus. It's nonsense. It's crap. And I think that there are a lot of people who get interested in country western, not so much for the music, but because it's some sort of message they're sending about their politics. And I'm not saying everybody. I'm not saying everybody. But particularly those who live in the northeast, right? People who live outside of a place where it would be normal to be listening to country music. Anyway, a lot of people got mad about it. Got mad about it. They still have not taken me up on my offer to send me a topic to write a country western song. But I would happily do that uh if they want to if they want to take that challenge i don't think honestly i don't think that it's my podcast subscribers that are mad at me i haven't gotten a lot of podcast emails on this but in my am radio world which as i just talked about is probably going away a lot of people a lot of people (laughs) a lot of bad things to say about my opinion about country and western music I guess they just call it country music now, right? I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't really care, honestly. If there's a good song, it'll break through, and we'll all hear it, right? I just find it hard to believe that 30 years from now you're going to be looking at the collection of 95 percent of these people. I, I you know, look like again, there's one percent of them that are fantastic and they're great, and I enjoy them, and I'm sure you do too. But 95, 99% of it is just trash. <laughs> it's just like I could write the song right now. And I'm not a songwriter. And I could. And I have. You know, in my improv troupe, I've done it. And I'll do it again if somebody asks me to. I'll even put on a twang. I'll put a little twang on. I, just, I can't play guitar. But I'm sure I could get somebody to play three chords that they play and uh, and and do a song. And that's, that's what I'm saying here. All right. I don't want to take my hole any deeper. I'm just telling the truth as I see it, right? I'm not telling the truth as everybody else sees it. I'm giving you my opinion. That's why you listen to me. I hope that's why you listen to me. So right now, I want to remind you, as I always do, to seek the truth. Question everyone and everything, even me. Seek the truth. I know it's out there, and I know you'll find it if you look for it. And I'll be back here again next week to tell you the truth as I see it. I'm Chris Hahn. Thanks for listening to the Aggressive Progressive Podcast.